Welcome everyone to the Authentic as Fog podcast. My name is Sun. I am a marketer and I teach storytelling. And in this podcast, we work with, I run a community called Night Owl Nation, uh, which is a community of creators and entrepreneurs. And in this podcast, I work with one-on-one with entrepreneurs to um, kind of answer their questions and help them, uh, coach them with anything they need in terms of storytelling and things like that. So first we have Matt. Uh, hey Matt, how are you? Hey, hey son. Hey, can you quickly introduce yourself? Um, where you're from, what you do, and then we'll go into kind of your question. Okay, sure. Yeah, my name is Matt. Uh, I'm from Los Angeles, and um, I run an agency called Eat Marketed. And um, yeah, I've been in business since '98, so long time. And um, yeah, we've built websites do SEO, uh, paid ads, and um, yeah, kind of an omni-channel approach for our clients. Uh, we work with direct-to-consumer clients and also have a specialty in the healthcare industry with working specifically with like drug rehabs. And um, yeah. Got it. Okay. And what is, um, what are you looking to get out of this call? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I've, you know, since joining your community and just kind of really diving deep into my brand. I guess I pivoted last year to kind of thought I needed to niche down. And so I pivoted my company to only focus on direct to consumer with e-commerce. So I was just positioning myself as an e-commerce agency, but then I realized I'm still working with other clients and other types of companies. So I pivoted it back. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of in a branding crisis where I just, you know, even my, so I started a podcast, about three or four months ago and we interview experts in the industry and it's called shoponomics and so we just had a meeting internally yesterday and we're gonna i think we're gonna continue the podcast but shift change the name and so it's not so you know, e-commerce focused um but yeah where i guess do you want my your business... where do you want your business to go like um yeah market. i guess yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to grow it. Um, you know, in the past, I've been larger, but I think I grew it just, you know, with a lot, not a lot of systems. And just, you know, at one point, it was just, you know, I felt like I was babysitting a bunch of, you know, employees. And mm -hmm. so I guess I want to grow it and just grow it smarter and have better systems in place. I think I want to productize some of my services. Um, so yeah, I guess I just, I want to grow the business, but I, I, I want to figure out a way to kind of stand out in the, in the, you know, in the busyness of all the agencies out there. And, you know, it seems like, you know, on social media, you know, people are, you know, starting agencies with no experience and, you know, which is good for them, but it's, it just seems like it's a crowded market now. So I guess my question to you is like, how do I stand out in that crowded markets? And um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can talk all day about agency business. Cause like, I, like I know so much about the, the agency business, like, different types of agencies, you know, inside and out, right? So, yeah. you know, like I have a bunch of questions I have for you in terms of that type of technical stuff, right? Like, do you want to grow vertically? Do you want to grow like this? Do you want to, you know, like, do you want to specialize? Do you want to, like, in terms of service or, like, um, in terms of industry or, like, but before we get into all of that, right? Because like depending on how you want to grow your agency, I think there's because there's so many different ways to run an agency, right, and grow it, and 
every right. agency is so different from each other. Mm-hmm. I guess we first need to figure out like you. And the reason why <laughs> I ask you is because you said you've grown it before and then and then now you want to try it differently, right? Right. And and you use this word like you you felt like you were babysitting. Mm. So I because because I relate to that a lot. And I as soon as you, you, you say that, like I got goosebumps <laughs> because I'm like, oh shit, that's and and the reason why I ask is, is I wonder if your personality is similar to mine, where that's just not a business that I want to run. Mm-hmm. Where where the goal is to grow the agency, like to keep hiring people, putting processes in and grow the agency that way. Because mm-hmm. there's no there's no way that you're you don't have to babysit. Right. <laughs> there's no company in the world where if you want to scale and you want to have employees, uh-huh. like uh-huh. that you don't babysit. That's just impossible, right? right? And babysitting right. is part of leadership, right? Yes. So yeah. what the question that I would ask myself if I were you is like, is this something that I really want to do? Because mm-hmm. there are people out there who thrive on that. They love that shit. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. they love babysitting. They love training people. They love, like, you know what I mean? They love uh-huh. the people. Right. And I really believe that if you, somebody who should be building an agency and trying to make agencies successful, their real passion should not come from creative. It should come from uh-huh. serving people. Right, right. Do you understand what I mean? The creative yeah. is like the thing that you do, but the thing has to be the people. And if you, for me, if I look at it like that, if I look at it growing an agency like that, I would actually do it completely differently uh-huh. than if I'm just thinking about the creative. Right, right. Do you understand okay. what I mean? And yeah. I actually think that that's the way to grow a successful agency. Got uh, it, got let's it. talk about that. What do you think of that? What, what do you think about what I just said? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense. So, I mean, just not looking at growth, but looking at just, I guess, creating something that serves people and serves my clients. Um, I mean, so that's kind of the, the focus. I guess, yeah. The, Is that something that you enjoy, the the human side of it, like the, the service I, side? I do, I do. All the yeah, I do. Work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do enjoy it. And I, oh, okay, I mean, okay. I... Yeah, I like helping companies, and yeah, it's I like seeing companies grow and flourish, and um, and yeah, I like you know a lot of the companies we work with just don't have you know the marketing understanding, and so yeah, I like to be able to come in and offer a solution and and run it, and you know, and see their businesses thrive. So I do like that part of it. Yeah. So it's so basically when you're growing an agency, you are you have to look at yourself, not as like a doer but a leader, mm-hmm. right? Right, So right. as a leader, your real job is to basically, you know, serve clients, make sure the clients are happy, but the way you do it is through your team, right? So right, your real right. job is is creating an environment, training. Training, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. creating the culture, you know, creating teamwork, right? right Leadership right. is your real job, you know? Not, right, right. Not yeah, like finding out your... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think in the past, I've just, and still even today, I'm like, still, I have my hands in it. And I'm also, you know, managing a small team. So it's, 
I think in the past when I was bigger, I was busier and I was doing more, but also trying to do both, right? Be the leader and still. Yeah, I don't know if you can run a big agency if you're involved in the project. Right. I think you can run a small boutique agency where the creative director Uh is the owner and they're involved in the project. That's possible, which is what I did. Right. You know what I mean? That's why I knew that I couldn't grow this agency beyond a certain size, right? Because for me to grow it beyond a certain size, my 100% of my role had to be just leadership. Like, I'm not even touching the projects. Do you understand Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. something that a lot of people who got who got into this industry, like from a creative, <laughs> like you know, like a creative person that got into industry, that's a that's really hard to let go for them. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard for them to let go of that stuff. Okay, projects. No, I'm now just managing and leading people. Right, right. And I, I think that's a question that every freelancer or agency have owner has to ask themselves like mm-hmm. do i want to go that route or this route do i want to be right. involved in the projects or am i just growing an agency right yeah yeah that's a, that's a good question that's what i need to really um i think it is growing the agency but i guess i just need to you know kind of remove myself from yeah you know from the projects then i, I don't think do the niche all, is like <laughs> Then I think the niche becomes kind of like um, in both cases, right? You have to let your niche evolve. Mm-hmm, like for us, mm-hmm. what happened was in Night Out, um, we did, like, I think we did one website for a medical technology company. Mm-hmm. And then that got us another health, some related like pharmaceutical uh pharma tech company <laughs> and then it got us another pharmaceutical company and got us like a yeah. healthcare company and we just got without us really trying to go after a niche we fell right, into right. that niche and then we we learned that oh oh when we do this we need to get we all need to get hip, like everybody in our office got hipaa certified because we okay we needed to get hipaa certified in order to work on a hipaa certified app right so right. then next time when we, when, when we were bidding on the hospital, out of the three agency, we were the only one that were HIPAA certified. So we automatically got the project. Okay. And yeah. that's how yeah. niche works. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Niche evolves yeah. like that. And then right. one day I got, I, I got, I, I started getting frustrated because oh, I don't want to work with these hospitals. Like, this is boring. <laughs> I, I was at the place where I'm like, oh, this is so boring. I'm just like... It's, I'm basically coming into a work and nine to five job. Okay. <laughs> at, yeah. At, at this agency that serves pharmaceutical companies with boring projects, where I'm just uh-huh. coming in to do this job every day, right? So I, I, I didn't enjoy coming into work in my own company. Right. So I had to pivot, right? But right around that time, we had a new client who's not a pharma company. It was Gabby Bernstein, who's mm-hmm. like a influencer, motivational speaker. And I just fell in love with working with her. And then she introduced okay. me to another motivational speaker and so on. And then so we got into this person again, naturally, not naturally, not by going, oh, I'm going to do personal branding. Boom. No, it just naturally happened. And what happened was we noticed that Gabby uses Infusionsoft. The next client also uses Infusionsoft. And sooner, soon we realized that every big influencer 
using Fusionsoft. Mm. Every big influencer uses certain softwares. Every like they all do certain things certain ways. So when, once we mastered that and how like really became pros at that, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna come to us and be like, okay, these guys have done this, this, this with Infusionsoft, working with this scale clients. Whereas in these guys, yeah, they've done other projects, but they don't really know about Infusionsoft. They don't, they don't really know about personal brands. Like it becomes a no brainer, right? Yeah. So it, now, it just during, evolved like that. Yeah. Yeah. During that process, though, like when you were just doing healthcare, did you, like when people landed on your website, did it, was it appear to them that you were specialized in healthcare? Yeah. So in the beginning, think, no. No. In the beginning, okay. no, right? But after yep. a while, we, we started marketing ourselves like that. Right? right. And then once we switched to the personal branding space, we started marketing ourselves that way. Right. Do you understand me? But the thing about yeah. niche is a lot of people feel like this. A lot of a lot of people in this industry is like, no, I don't want to niche up because I don't want to let let go of this opportunity. And I still have clients on this. Fine, keep doing it. Right. Like, <clears throat> for example, <clears throat> when we were working with um the all those health care companies, right? We were working with hospital, pharma tech companies, and all of that. Around that time, we got Spotify as a client. You think I'm going to turn down Spotify? Hell no. (laughs) We're still taking them on. We just don't advertise it. Right. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, niching down doesn't mean that you're like, it's not a, you know, it's not an exclusive relationship. (laughs) You know what I mean? Niching down doesn't mean you're throwing all these clients away. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. And last thing I want to add is this. So, Industry-wise, it'll become clear mm-hmm. which industry resonates with you and you're good in, right? Over right. over time, over a year, two years, right? Yeah. Service-wise, it'll be clear what you're good in. Is it yeah. websites? Is it pay-per-click? Is it SEO? Because niching down on that is actually much, much more important, in my opinion, than niching okay. down on yeah. the industry. You know what I mean? Because... Yes. Me, when I work with top tier clients, like the top, top tier clients, and I'm looking for vendors, I am looking for the top SEO expert that just does SEO. I'm looking for the top pay-per-click person that just does pay-per-click. I'm looking right. for the top you know, funnel guy that only does funnels, right? I'm not looking yeah. for the agency that does all of them. Okay. Right. right. <laughs> right? So right. that's... I would argue that that's actually, and, and it'll become clear to you what you're good in, where your strengths yeah. are, and which one you can, you know, focus on, right? So that will also happen. And lastly, yeah. your personality will seep into the culture. So things like this, like, should we keep it small and tight and kind of family-like? Should we grow and make it proceduralized and everything? You know, should, should everything be very tight process? Should, should, should it be loose and relaxed and everybody has autonomy? Those kind of things also defines what your brand is, niche is. Like, the combination of these three things is your niche. Right. And you can't possibly define it and force it and, you know, it's just going to yeah. manifest itself when you keep... Right. Do you know what I mean? Because it yeah. is you. As yeah. long as you keep yeah. doing you, those things will manifest itself. Yep, yep. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're spot on. I man. hope I, uh, <laughs> I hope I, uh, 
Because like I, I actually like I'm I'm so glad we did this because I really wish somebody had sat me down and told me this ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. because I like I wasted the last ten years of my life trying to do that. Right. Trying okay. to find a niche. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no, actually everything that we specialize in, everything that great happened in my life happened by accident. Okay. So what yep. makes me think that I can plan the next 10 years? <laughs> right, no, right. I, everything good in my life in the last 10 years happened by accident. Right. So the next right. 10 years is going to be the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you have anything yeah. else? No, no. I, that's, yeah, you, that's, a, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you for the great <laughs> question. Yeah. All right. Next, um, we have... Helena. Hi, Helena. Hi, Sean. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you well. So, yeah, let's start with, um, yeah, who you are, where you're from, what you do, and then we'll go into uh, what your question is. Okay. Uh, First, I want to say thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'm Helena. I'm from Indonesia, and I graduated as an architect, but now I'm a wedding designer, and I have my own company with three other partners and because my business is quite um uncommon if um i'm a wedding designer and i have wedding dress designer or no uh wedding decoration designer oh okay okay, so i do (laughs) wedding decoration yeah and um, i have difficulties connecting how storytelling can help me attract um higher budget clients actually and to show uh on instagram that we are the right vendor for um, our uh, potential client. Uh, we have been doing uh, marketing on our Instagram since uh, we started, and uh, we we were doing fine until we need to upscale and until we need to find a higher uh, budget clients because uh, we are actually very um, we we love to design great great. Uh, Decoration, just like night owls, uh, you like you love to design great websites, right? So yeah, we 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 need uh, to find uh, higher, bigger uh, budget clients because we want to make better designs. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, let's, um, I'm... because I don't know that industry well. <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, uh, you can give me a little crash course. Um, okay. Yeah. So, who are typically who are the clients? And when they come to you, what are they asking for? And usually, like, and what is the service that you provide? And usually, how much does that cost around? And then when you say higher budget clients, what what price price range are we looking at now? And Mm -hmm. like, yeah, draw the picture of that industry for us. Okay. Okay. So when clients come to us, they would ask for a personalized wedding decoration because that's actually our specialist. We, we are specialized in creating a personalized and customized wedding decoration. So they would come to us and ask for a personalized design. And then we would give them um, <clears throat> sort of a quotation for how much it would cost. Can you give me an and example of what a personalized design is? Like, is it just like um, monograms and stuff or is it like... No, it's uh, we, we, we give a different design for each client that come to us. And it's nothing like a Pinterest uh, reference or yeah, it's completely unique and it's completely come from our design team. Uh, 
we, we, we don't copy other people's design or uh, other references. We actually come up with uh, original ideas that we, we think Is it like interior design where like the client says, oh, I want, I want to do something like this. I want to do something like that. Uh, but the client is not involved. The client is involved. Actually, we, uh, they, they have a sort of a, what kind of wedding dream they, they, they want. Their and we, we translate it into, yeah. Okay. And then we translate it into um, a unique design that we, we come yeah. up with. Okay. Yeah, and that we would usually cost, uh, right now, uh, our budget is um, around maybe um, $30,000, I think. $30,000. And, uh, and, um, what does that and include? We that want includes to... like the venue and everything or is it just no, the decoration? No, it's just the decoration. It's just the okay. decoration. And we want to target the higher budget clients because for now we can't act, we can really um, try to be creative uh, because we, we, we have uh, we have the, the budget limit. as yeah, yeah, the, as the limit. So yeah, we I just want to um, Ask how, well, how I, I want to ask a couple we... of questions first. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, the way you do business, does everyone yes. else do the same thing? How, how does everyone else do it? What's so, like the industry uh, standard? Okay, actually, we started as a very, uh, um, we started as, uh, we offer personalized design when everyone else over uh, like template design. So we actually started okay, as Got unique, it. but now everyone else starts to offer the same thing as same us. Thing. So yeah, and so we we kind of um, we don't know what makes do us you make less uh, money unique when again. You do personalized. Yes. Versus template. And now everyone offers so, offers the same. Uh, sorry, so um, I need to. Too. Yeah, I need to. Uh, I our budget is not thirty thousand, but three thousand dollars. Oh, that's a big difference. Sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have to convert it to Indonesian rupiah. So yeah, I, I get this. Okay. There. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, so let's let's move on. So yeah. that means those companies are all, now they're doing personalized. They're probably also losing money. More money than before. They're probably not making as much money as before. Because before they yeah. used to just do template, but now they have to do personalized. Yeah. So I'm sure it costs more, right? So... Uh, so I, I'm not really sure that it, it costs them more because sometimes they would just copy uh, the Pinterest the design, yeah. yeah, and they would just copy other people's design. Actually, even our design, sometimes our design got get copied and they sell it to their clients. So yeah, we we spend a lot on our designers. We spend a lot on our okay. uh, development team, and some just copied it and just uh, sell it to their clients. So yeah, we. Got it. Okay, so design. this is less yeah. about. So the cost is less about materials. It's more about the design. The design is yeah. where the cost is. Okay. Right. Got it. So you're, you're okay. So it's a service like what we're doing, like a, what our agency is doing. Okay. Now let's look at the high end market. So what's the budget you want to target? I want to target like um, eight, eight and to uh, $10,000. Okay. And is that a different okay. type of client? Actually, yes. Okay. Actually, so yes. what's I, the difference? The difference is the, the taste, I guess. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, people with uh, our current uh, budget clients usually don't have. Uh, usually, they match our taste. I mean, we we come from a middle class uh, um, society, so yeah, we, we we have that taste naturally. Now we want to target higher budget clients. We have to like upgrade our taste and design and everything so that we can match their style. Now, um, it 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 confuses me when when it comes to how I should portray our brand ourselves uh, on social media when we don't actually come from that so social social class. If you you understand, do you do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean I'm I'm not. I don't come from the upper class, what do you think but is the I difference? want to target. I think it's more like I don't know everything, <laughs> maybe everything. I'm I'm not really let, confident so with, let's say if with I who see I am a, now. If I see a three thousand dollar wedding, decorated wedding, mm -hmm. and I I see like a fifteen thousand dollar decorated wedding, uh -huh, okay, uh -huh. what is mm -hmm. going to be the difference? The difference will be like uh, the flowers, the amount of flowers mm -hmm. used, the kind of flowers used. Um, the design, the materials. Like, is it gonna be almost everything? If if somebody a, a average person looks at it and looks at it, it's gonna be like a clear difference, obvious difference. Yes, obviously. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And you you got you have design capabilities to do that right now. Yes. So you can compete with those guys right now. Actually, yeah, how, but how confident we don't do you have feel the that? I know. Forget about the opportunities. Okay. If if you your 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 company and another wedding mm -hmm. company, the the highest charging wedding company mm -hmm. that you know, compete mm -hmm. against the project, are mm -hmm. you confident that you can do just as good work as them? I think so. Okay, you you answered that really quickly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, are you okay? How long have you been doing this? Um, uh, about six years. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're 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 uh, you're pretty expert at this. Okay, I'm gonna believe you. I'm gonna believe that you are just you guys are just as good as <laughs> the ones that charge us just as much, right? Then the answer is this, like, cause that was me, right? Cause when I started out, I knew I was just as good as the big agencies. Like us as small agencies, you know, when we had like eight people, uh, mm -hmm. our eight people agency. We're competing against uh, an agency that had 500 employees that were ranked like number three agency, digital agency in the country at that time. And we won that project over them. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? But here's the thing. We had to lose money for a couple years in the beginning in order to get there. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it is an investment. What happened was, the first project that I did, I got paid $3,000 for it. Well, I, the first project that I did, I actually got paid like 1700 But the second project that I did, I got $3,000 for it. And I made it like a $60,000 website. It took me nine months to make it. Okay? But because yeah. of that, the next project I got was $10,000. Right? And I made it like a $30,000 website. And then the next project I got was $17,000. And so on and so on and so on. There's no way you're going to get those clients without those projects. Right? 
Yeah. I mean, mm, it I depends, know. right? If, 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 if it's a B2B industry, let's say we're working with agencies and things like that, maybe. Because I can just go around and just connect with the right, network with the right people and try to sweep under and get a project like that. But I would imagine somebody who's rich, who's spending money on their wedding, that bride is not going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go with somebody I, I, I like. That bride is going to go with somebody who's good because <laughs> she wants yeah. the perfect wedding. <laughs> it's, not like a, it's not like a CFO here that's, that's looking for the best deal, right? Yeah. She's looking for the best result. So the only person that you need to please is her, the bride, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So let me ask you this. If you, were, if you walked up to that, you have an opportunity to have a meeting with a bride who's getting married in a year, who has unlimited budget, okay? What do you think she wants to see from you? Um, maybe um, very mind-blowing design, I think. What what does he wants to see from me, right? Yeah, what yeah, what does that bride uh, want to see from you in order to hire maybe, you? Maybe yeah. Maybe our portfolio. Our previous yeah. portfolio so, that convinced her. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that's gonna grab their attention. Is mm-hmm. when they see it. So they're gonna look at your portfolio and immediately yeah. has to be like, Oh shit, that's what I want. If yeah. if that, that doesn't happen, there's it's it's gonna be hard to get that person, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but um, the problem is uh, with with this, with website we we I I don't know about uh, very detail about website, but I imagine that if we make a website, we we don't really have to spend real money on uh, making it right. But if we we work on oh, a yeah, wedding so decoration, yeah, we we really yeah, have no to spend materials. real money. Yeah, right. Like the flowers, they That's why I asked really you, like, really expensive. Uh, <laughs> That's why I asked yeah. you before, like, how much of it is mm-hmm. the design and how much of it is the materials? Okay. So the flowers actually cost the most. The most. Okay. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why. exactly why I asked you that. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to know if there's other, co- of course, like, if you spend more in materials, the design's mm-hmm. going to be better too, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, obvious. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, so there are other costs to this other than just the design. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have to account for that then. Um, yeah, I mean, that's going to be harder, right? Because now that's an investment mm-hmm. on your end. Like, yeah. you actually have to put money out of your own pocket. But right. but here's what I'll say, right? If you really... Okay. Let me ask you this. Like, let's say you do that a couple times, mm-hmm. and then you can get, your, get yourself to that level where you can do $10,000, $15,000 wedding. Is that worth the investment or no for you? And maybe it's not. But I would ask you, because a lot of people ruin, ruin their future of their brand so that they can make a buck today. This is the mistake that every business owner makes. I lost money for the first two years of my business. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. But that's the reason why I can charge so much now. Mm. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. But I know a lot of people at that same time we're making money in the first two years of their business. Mm. But today, they're still charging the same amount they're charging back then. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I get it. So at some point, you're going to have to make a decision. Like, do I want to mm-hmm. 
do I want to keep doing the same thing I'm doing or do I want to upgrade? Okay. You okay, can do so it slowly too. Mm -hmm. So what, what I would do is I would try to, next time I'll get a $3,000 project and I would do put in my own money. Even if I lose money, I would make it look like a $6,000 project, right? Mm -hmm. And then on the next yeah. one, I would use that to get a $6,000 project and make it look like a $12,000 project, right? And I will get mm -hmm. the $12,000 project and make it look like... Do you, understand, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, get it. So that, you can do it slowly. And then, <laughs> the most important is this, sales. <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. I, I think this is... I, I don't know how it works in the wedding industry, but this is the biggest mistake that people make in my industry. Like, designers have a lot of ego, right? So... Right. Like, I I feel like I would... If I'm selling to brides, I feel like I would close every sale. Because I, all I got to do is I got to walk into that meeting and I know that my only job, like, my only job in this... Like, for that one-hour meeting, I have to... I have to imagine that nothing else exists in this world. The only thing that exists in this world is the bride. And what can I do to make that bride happy? Okay. That's literally the only thing that has to be on my mind when I walk into that sales meeting. And if, mm -hmm. then whatever I do in that meeting, if I do it through that lens, <laughs> mm -hmm. I bet you I can close that person. Because like... Yeah. Wedding business is such a great business mm -hmm. because it's like look at look at people spending like, you know, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars on wedding bands, right? Or or like engagement mm -hmm. rings and things like that. Yeah. People do some crazy shit because people are blinded by love. People, when people are blinded by something that they want so much, like a wedding or something like that, like they're willing to do crazy things. Like they're willing to go out of their you know, normal. That's why when people go on vacation, they spend more money on on dinner, and and they don't really care, right? Because it's an experience and yeah. things like that. And that's kind of how wedding is. So people are very emotional. So like you, literally, your only job is to make her feel like a princess, right? And if you can do that, mm -hmm. that's what she's looking for, and she's willing to pay any amount of dollar so that mm -hmm. she can feel like a princess that day. <laughs> do you understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> Like your sales strategy has to be that. What? Because okay. I bet you a lot of. I mean, I, I'm I'm not gonna make assumptions, but if I had take a guess, I bet you a lot of sales meetings go like this. Let's say, you know, I'm the bride, and the and the and the wedding planner or wedding decorator comes in, and he's like, oh yeah, and then we've done this. We work with this person. We work with this person, and you know, here's all the things that we've done. Oh, this is like like they're talking about themselves right and oh we can also do this as well whereas in like if, if i were that wedding plan wedding decorator i would come in and i wouldn't say one word about me and all and i would start with okay tell me your dream wedding <laughs> and then i would all i would do is the, the entire time there i would let her talk <laughs> and every time she stops talking I would ask a question that's going to get her to talk. <laughs> that's all I want. I, in that meeting, all I want is her to talk. And I guarantee you, if she talks 90% of the time, 
and you talk 10% of the time, mm-hmm. at the end of that meeting, she's going to say, I feel like this person really understands what I want. Okay. But if you talk 90% of the time and she talks 10% of the time, she's going to feel like, oh, this person has no idea what I want. Yeah, got it. Got it. You know? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, do you mean, um, by saying that, do you mean that it's actually more important for us to um, focus on our design and sales instead of making brand story and put it on Instagram? Oh, uh, for you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, okay. trust me, no bride is going like, oh, I'm going to hire this wedding planner because of their brand story. Yeah, like if, you're desi- if, if your portfolio doesn't look like my dream wedding, mm-hmm. do you think your, your brand story is going to make me hire you? But yeah, let's yeah, talk that, about that's... your brand story anyway, because it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so our our yeah. Well, before you do, by the way, uh, I just want a mm-hmm. quick announcement for everyone. Starting from January, what we're gonna do is this podcast is gonna turn into a storytelling podcast, and every week we're gonna do something like this, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. coach people through storytelling. And then once a month, we're gonna pick the best stories, put them in a room, and they're gonna have tell their stories. And then have discussion about their stories. So that's going to be the podcast format. So let's do a little preview here. So tell me your story. Okay. So our brand story is that um, when we started, we we were architects. And we saw that wedding design was very boring. (laughs) Because everyone used the same similar design. And every week, every week when we attend a wedding, it it will look like... uh, the decoration that we've we've seen before the previous week so yeah we we thought uh we want to make something different and we want to make something very very personal for the for the couple so since then since we started we always make a different design for each client until now we we have never used the same design twice so yeah that's actually our uh, strongest value that we hold on until now but yeah we, I, I personally think that um, it's that story is kind of updated now because like everyone is doing the same. So yeah, I, I need something. You I think the, like I need something. Yep. You are the owner of the company. Yeah, me and my three other partners. Oh, so I have partners. partners. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we started like that, and we were unique back then. <laughs> But now, like, mm-hmm. everyone is doing the same, like, what, what Everyone's we... doing the same thing, yeah. Yeah. So what makes you unique mm-hmm. today? That's what I'm asking myself, actually. <laughs> what makes me unique now? I don't yeah, know. Like, so, actually, for example, besides... if I were to go to one of those companies and mm-hmm. hire them, and then I mm-hmm. came to you and hired you, mm-hmm. what would be the difference? The difference will be, at least, at least I can say this from my end. I don't know about uh, other people, about other vendors, but... For my um, for my company, we always try to make our clients happy. That's our main focus. Although it means, although it uh, like if they ask for, um, and we, we we will give our best design. Our designer will have uh, will have uh, the best ideas presented to the clients. So yeah, the fo- our main focus has always been the clients and how we can make them happy. And we 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 are willing to lose money uh just to make why because i don't know uh to disappoint our client is like just our biggest nightmare because we don't want to 
uh, have clients talking bad about our brand. I think so. We want to your, we want your other for them to have yeah. They have too? the same right. Yeah. So you they, feel they like uh, if one client is unhappy, mm-hmm. then it's gonna ruin your brand. Yeah. Yeah. So why, we will, why, where we'll, do you get that feeling? Give me another time in your life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when when something like that has manifested. Like, when, which other times in your life did you feel that fragile where, oh, if I mess up, then my reputation is ruined? I, I can't think of any experience about that. Actually, I think mm-hmm. it's just myself. I, I really don't want to upset people. I really don't want to Okay, so it has nothing people. to do with your reputation. It has to do with you just don't like to upset people. <laughs> you don't like actually, competition. Yeah. Initially, like... yes. Yeah. Actually, I just want to make people happy and I don't want to disappoint people. Okay. So, so but... give, me a, mm-hmm. give me a story in your life how that manifested, whether it's with your parents, your friends, your friends. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like where you mm-hmm. were trying to be a people pleaser. And, and yeah. I think I have been like this my whole life. As far as I remember, so yeah, maybe it's yeah. So now, now you I just need to come up with the story. Yeah, I think I I've, need to hear I've, a story. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Of I think when I've you always young. been the the nice kid in my home in my house. I've always been the nicest daughter. I've always been the 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 smartest one. So yeah, maybe. It okay, so makes ha- me... has that ever affected you in a negative way? Like people take advantage like of you. No, I feel like I'm just, sometimes I tend to be too hard on myself so that I can meet their expectation or what I assume they expect from me. Stop analyzing yourself, okay? Okay. I'm I'm telling you to, I'm asking you to give me a specific story, not Uh self-analysis, okay? Okay. So stop trying to analyze yourself and just Uh tell me, was there a time in your life when you trying to please everyone you try like you don't want people to hate you or something like that has Mm -hmm. impacted you negatively whether oh yeah because of that um i lost money because of that uh people people take advantage of me because of that like tell me a specific thing that Mm -hmm. happened in your life that manifests Mm -hmm. that part of your personality you understand what i mean yeah in, actually, in my business, it happens all the time. Like uh, when we started, we we lost money uh, for our first like ten projects because we mm-hmm. try to uh, fit in our clients' budget, but we want to give the best. Like we we were very idealist. Okay. About give me design. an example of yeah. this mm-hmm. outside of your work when you were younger. <sighs> okay, I I can. I like think you. You, of you know one. that feeling, right? You know uh-huh. that feeling, like oh, yes. Yes, I'm. I'm. Yes, there. I'm being taken advantage of, mm-hmm. but I can't. Like, I can't help myself, right? Yes, I know mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm losing. Yes, I know this is hurting me, but I can't help myself. For example, you know what mm-hmm. I used to do in college? Like, I would help my friends do their homework, so that they can get an mm-hmm. A, and then, and then I don't have time to do my own, so I would fail my test. Do you understand what I mean? Like, mm, yeah. Give me something. What I'm looking for is this. Tell me a story in your life that'll prove to me that you're really like that. Because right now, I don't believe you. 
Everybody says that. Everybody says, I care about my clients. I go overboard. I'm on my client is like, everyone says that. I don't believe you. Tell me a story. Tell me the exact point in your life when that affected you in a relatable way. Then I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Yes, I know. I'm exactly like that. I know what she means. I'm like that, too. And that's why I trust her. Okay. You I don't mean? know if yeah, 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 I get it. I don't know if it's related or not, but when I was a kid, I would usually uh, help my mom to sell like food. She she would cook and I would sell it like door to door. I would knock on our neighbors and offer them to buy uh, my mom's cooking and then mm-hmm. the money goes to her. I mean, we I just do it for um, just to help our family. I I don't take any money from that. I don't take like um, the percentage of that or the profit, I'm, I just do it. I know, but that's I want still to logical, right? Yeah. Like you're helping yeah. your mom. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it's, it's still kind of very standard. Here, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a crazy example. You know, my dad <laughs> used to pay me and my sister $10 to wash the car mm-hmm. when we were little, when we were like six years old. So we would like go ahead and we'll get the soap and we'll, we'll wash it perfectly. It'll take us an hour to wash it. And after that, I'll wax it. And then I get so into making the car perfect that I would spend the $10 that I made washing the car to go buy an air freshener and then put it in the car. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. so when I say that story, what, what do you feel? What, what do you feel about me? What, what kind of person am I? You, you, I'm the type you, of person, don't... I don't give a fuck about the money. Mm-hmm. When, I'm, when I'm in a project, I want to make this perfect I don't care. I don't care what, even if I lose money, I don't care. I'm going to make it perfect because that's mm-hmm. the personality I have. You just, I just proved it to you with that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and yeah. why does that story not sound like I made it up? What is it? Why does it sound real? Because it's unique. <laughs> it's because it is real. Oh. It is real. And, and when it's real, it's going to be so specific like that mm-hmm, yeah. that you haven't heard of it. Other people say it because everybody says mm-hmm. the vague, you know, mm-hmm. vague kind of, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, I care more about the project. I don't care about money. Everyone can say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then give me an example of a time in your life where you actually did that. I just did. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you I don't think... have to come up with it right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> I might need time to you... think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is why we practice storytelling. This is why mm-hmm. I always say, what is that five second moment, vivid memory, mm-hmm. that picture? That means you can picture it. Like mm-hmm. right now, I can picture it. I can picture my the apartment building that we used to live in when I was six years old, where the car was parked and, and what, it was a white car. I can, I, I can imagine everything like it was yesterday, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a vivid mem- memory of that right mm-hmm. start with yeah. that and then try to keep going oh what happened what happened what happened what happened what happened? and by digging into your past memories it'll actually tell you who you really are mm-hmm. and then you can tell us so for example if you do find a story like what i just gave you right mm-hmm. the story would be this backstory story lesson right mm-hmm. so <laughs> hey listen i am s- I care so much about making something perfect 
that I'm willing to lose money over it. For example, when I was six years old, my dad would always pay me $10 to wash the car. And I would go and I'll spend an hour washing the car. I'll wax it. And then, and then I'm like, I want to make it really new and really perfect. So I would actually spend the $10 that I made washing the car to go buy an air freshener for the car for my dad, right? Yeah. That's how much of a perfectionist I am, okay? And I always thought that was a weakness. Like that, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I lose in business. I lose money. I lose blah, blah, blah. Until I started night on it, until I started my agency. Where I, yeah, I lost money for the first two years making the, but those websites got me a bigger project, bigger project, bigger. Okay. Until it got to a point where I was naming my price mm -hmm. because my work was the best. Yeah. So what I thought was a weakness turned out to be my biggest strength. And that's why mm -hmm. you should hire me. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I got it. Um, my question is, my, um, if I have uh, three other partners, do you think we ha we yeah. each of us have to come with uh, our story and then combine it as our brand story? Or do you think... Yeah, that's why I, to... I asked you if you um, have partners because mm -hmm. this is your story. This is your personal yeah. brand story, mm -hmm. right? Like your brand, I think your brand story is more like what you had before where, you know, it's... um. You guys come from an architecture background. I would 100% not ignore that. Actually, that can be your differentiator. Because other wedding decorator, what, what's their background? I don't know. Maybe some, some are designers. Now some okay. are even architects like us. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. I, I would just figure out like what makes you guys special. Okay. I mean... I would argue that, I mean, now we're going into like completely unrelated territory, but every company, it doesn't matter if you have four partners, there's one leader. Mm. And I think like a, a lot of times people don't like to admit that, oh no, we're equal, we're 50-50. Oh no, no, we're all equal partners. No, there isn't. Like even out of yeah. friend groups, there's a clear leader, somebody who takes the lead. Mm -hmm. And what's going to happen is the brand of that business is mostly going to follow that person's personality. Okay. Okay. Do you understand what I mean? Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, you need to really figure out what that personality is in your mm -hmm. business. But like I said, that amazing story, like, if, like let's say I tell, told that amazing story and, the, and the, the bride was like, oh shit, like, oh yeah, this guy's amazing. And then he saw my work and, and she's going to be like, eh? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so your work starts to back it up, right? Like that's mm -hmm. why growing your portfolio, investing mm -hmm. in your portfolio. I I tell everybody this already, right? Designers, web designers, UI designers. I always say that, right? They're like, how do I get bigger clients? How do you get bigger clients? Well, I'm a big client that is looking for a designer right now. Show me your work. Is your work good? Because I'll hire you if your work is good. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know. So, just think about this. I guarantee you. In where are you in Indonesia? You said. Yeah. Right. Hello. Hello. You're frozen a little bit. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay, you're back. You're in Indonesia. Yeah. Right. In Indonesia. Okay. I guarantee you. 
there's at least a thousand brides in Indonesia right now looking for the perfect wedding decorator. And mm-hmm. that person is going through on Pinterest and looking at it. It's like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like this. I don't like this person. And they're just waiting for that perfect one, right? So mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you they're there. If I put your work in front of that person, will mm-hmm. they be like, whoa, this is it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that the clients are not there. Yeah, clients are not mm-hmm. there. The reason why you can't find them is because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I understand. <laughs> okay. Totally makes sense. Other, yeah. Do you have more questions? Uh, mm, get it all out like, right now. <laughs> okay. More like, um, I, yeah, I, I don't really know what what I should put on my Instagram instead of just uh, portfolio and past clients' testimonials. Right? Yeah, for my company. For for now, uh, that's what we do. We 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 just put our um, portfolio and. Testimony you know what I would do it. if I were you? Because a lot of people, like design clients, and, and I would assume like a lot of wedding clients are going to be the same thing. They're, they're much more concerned than specific things more than the high level vision. Like, so when I talk to a client, right? A lot of times they'll be like, oh, I saw this animation on this website. I want something like that. And, or, oh, I liked how they did this button here. Like, they, and they don't really talk, think, think about the overall high, yeah. high level concept, right? Yeah. But as designer, we keep trying to sell the high level concept. So we keep yeah. trying to talk about the high level concept and the, and the clients, they're bored going like, oh, <laughs> right? But I guarantee yeah. you, as soon as you bring up that stupid little thing that said, you see this deck, how we did this with the flowers here? <laughs> like, they're going to be like, oh, wow. Like, do you understand what I mean? <laughs> okay. So what I would do yeah. is I would... I would make content of those type of things, right? Like mm-hmm. I would I would make content of like something something that you guys did in a project mm-hmm. that's different than anyone else has ever done. And I would just okay. with your phone record and be like, you see how we did this? Mm-hmm. And and here's the process of how we made it, right? And the reason mm-hmm. why we did it. And you you just talk about that specific one specific piece of decoration. Mm-hmm. Then somebody who wants that in your wedding, they don't give a fuck about everything else. They just want that in your wedding. Yeah. Because I, I've okay. had so many clients that come to me and say, Oh, I just want you see what you did for Gabby there? I just want that exact same thing here. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's how they are, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would do. And I think what that's gonna do, because that's what I would do if I if I'm like doing content for my agency, I would be like, if I made one cool cool little functionality that you don't see anywhere else, I mm-hmm. would just feature that, right? You see how this okay. is like. And then what that's going to do, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get your, your creative juices flowing. Mm. Because you want to post something unique on Instagram that nobody else does, you're going to mm-hmm. try to do something in your client's work that nobody else does. And it's going to mm. keep pushing you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Which okay. is a huge part of, I think, what made our agency really successful in that those beginning mm-hmm. years is that we had this environment where um, the designers would come up with like some crazy idea <laughs> that I don't even know if it's doable, right? And mm-hmm. they'll hand it off to the developers. And the, the developers will look at it and be like, are you fucking crazy? Like, you want me to just do that? It's like, and th- but then the, the designer will actually push them to do it. 
and these developers will like spend a week on it and actually make it happen right mm. and then the designers are like holy shit you made that happen all right let's see if you <laughs> can do this and that kind of challenging each other mm-hmm. is what made our website so so much at a different level than any mm. other company well while everybody was just doing the same thing over and over again our team was just keep challenging each other moving up mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah 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 totally okay well can i ask one final question it's actually about yes. you and night owls <laughs> so you you keep telling us that um you don't care about deadlines you miss deadlines all the time so mm-hmm. uh, has a, a client ever uh, uh like upset about the web that or yeah left yeah, you they, about they get up all the time that? yeah it's so kind of like um, it's kind of like when you have a friend that's late all the time you know yeah. do you have a friend that's always late yeah <laughs> like whenever you meet that person but you love this friend like this person is blessed to hang out with it's like the best person to hang out with but they're always late right yeah so yeah. yes every time they're late you're annoyed <laughs> but you still love it you still hang out with that person do you know what i mean so what happens yeah. is clients learn to clients learn to deal with it right so for example mm. my clients when they know they need something badass mm-hmm. and it can only be done by me mm-hmm. like then they'll hire me for that but they'll come okay. to me like three months in advance <laughs> yeah. to make sure i have yeah. plenty of time to do it right mm-hmm. but then all the other little projects that is time sensitive but doesn't need to be mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. they'll go to other people for that okay and good because i don't want to do those anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah So, so they, they learn will, to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. So they will just tolerate uh, your your weakness, yeah. right? Okay. Most of my clients have their own deadlines. So they mm. they give me their they they they'll tell me son we need this by this deadline. But they're mm-hmm. actually lying to me. They're, the real deadline yeah. is here. <laughs> but yeah, they okay. know I'm going to miss it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so but that's what I mean like we have that I have that kind of transparency with my clients. Mm-hmm. So Yes, we'll, sometimes we'll, like, I, I have gotten to a point where a client just, I had, like, an intervention call with her, <laughs> where the client was like, son, like, we really need to get this to a while. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, and then, but, I, you know, like, I, I'm a human too, so I feel bad, so I'm going to work my ass off and get mm-hmm. it done. And it's, that relationship, that's human relationship. If you run mm-hmm. any kind of service business, Mm-hmm. You can't run a business without learning how to deal with human relationship. You have to. There's always ups yeah. and downs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. Thank you that's for it. for answering. <laughs> yeah, that's all my questions awesome. today. <laughs> Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. We got we got a lot done. Thank you for your great questions, Elena. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Thank you Helena. Awesome, awesome questions. Um Thank you. I'll fun. see you guys. Thanks man. I'll see you guys all uh next week on Friday. Uh this week I'll see you guys on Sunday service if you're a member. If you're not a member, go to uh my website sunee.co to join Night Owl Nation. Um and I'll see you guys. Cheers. Bye.